Um, this is my first podcast, so um, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. This is my first podcast, and today we will be interviewing and diving deep with Miss Iowa, and I hope you enjoy. So sit back on your couch, snuggle up to a wool blanket, and enjoy. Are you ready? <laughs> you got this, girl. Love Girls, the podcast is all about storytelling and empowerment. Our mission is to share a space for women and girls to talk about the stuff that matters to them most. Love speaks to the support we give each other as we search for our own path to success. L, we can lead the way. O, overcome barriers. V, value each other. E, and empower each other. That's love. Because every girl has a story. Our stories matter. Welcome back to Love Girls, the podcast on WVIK and at lovegirlsmagazine.com. I'm Joni Abbott. You might know me as just Joni here in the Quad Cities from my own podcast, Homegrown Health. And I am guest hosting today because I get to attend and teach podcasting at the Love Girls Digital Media Summer Camp, where I've had the privilege and honor of being able to teach young teens the ages 10 to 14 all about podcasting more specifically. But they've had an amazing event and an amazing turnout to teach girls all kinds of things. Brianna's my co-host, and we're here today and joined by Gracelyn Keller. We are recording at RME, River Music Experience, downtown Davenport with Underground economy. Thank you so much to Josh Graves, otherwise known as Gravy, here for allowing us to record. You can follow him on Instagram at Underground Economy QC in order to learn more. And we are interviewing Miss Iowa, Gracelyn Keller. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're so glad that you're here. Brianna, I'm going to let you take it right now and start letting the girls ask questions. Okay, so we have our first girl who wants to ask her a question for Grace. Hi, I'm London Harris. I'm 13. I go to Edison Junior High, and my question for you is what tips or advice do you have for individuals with a problem or need help with public speaking or speaking in general that that are really interested in participating in a pageant? I think the most important thing is to just practice. Pageantry, first and foremost, is a lot about practice and discovering your voice and those soft skills that will carry through with you for the rest of your life. So when I'm preparing to compete, I always put time aside every day to practice. If it's a speech that I need to give, I put time aside to do that speech, and I stand in the mirror and I do it. If it's an interview I'm preparing for, I'll, you know, there's YouTube videos out there that you can find interview questions on, and it'll ask you the question, then you pause it and answer. I'll do those. I'll have a roommate or my mom or a friend ask me questions over FaceTime or on the phone or in person. Um, So a lot of practice is really just what it is, and I used to be a very, very shy kid. I didn't really have a lot to say. I was very nervous around people I didn't know, and pageantry has really brought me out of my shell and given me the opportunity to find my voice and learn how to speak in a professional and succinct way. So I think just that practice and that making yourself uncomfortable and pushing yourself to try new things is really important in discovering your own voice. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Okay, we're going to switch out girls here. And, you know, I do always notice that in pageants, um, I'm part of a group called Toastmasters uh, in the Quad Cities, and we practice public speaking skills. And we were able to have a pageant um, member come on and practice her speech with us and get some constructive feedback. So that's really another great way to do that. 
And so we have our next girl to come up and ask a question. Hi, my name is Mary Pfeiffer. I'm 13 and I'm homeschooled through Mother of Divine Grace. My question is, did you have trouble speaking aloud to others when you were younger? If you did, how did you break through? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. I mentioned that I was really shy and that that's no joke. I would be the one hiding behind my mom and stuff when I was little. Um, and so I think I did my first pageant when I was 15 and I really just kind of broke out of my shell through that. And I found my passion for being on stage and performing a lot earlier than that when I became a dancer and a competitive dancer and that was great, and I loved being on stage, but that didn't require addressing an audience or a crowd. Um, it was just about, you know, dancing and having fun. So the pageant aspect, it allowed me the opportunity to dance, but it also pushed me to be a speaker and to refine those skills and kind of weed the nerves out as well. I don't get nervous anymore when I um, address a room full of people that I don't know or a big crowd, but I used to get so terrified. I would shake, I would sweat, I would, <laughs> it was just very bad. Um, and so just through that practice and working and doing it so many times and making myself uncomfortable, I was able to kind of work those nerves off and be able to take a step back and realize that everyone's just a person as well and you know you're doing something that not a lot of people would volunteer to do speaking yeah, yeah. speaking is hard so um yeah I would just say if you're younger and you want to learn how to speak better just again practice and put yourself in front of people that you're nervous to speak to yeah it's really interesting when you first hear your own voice in a microphone and with headphones Brianna how was that for you um it was definitely weird because yeah. when we first started to do the podcast, I did it over my computer, so I, like, couldn't hear myself. So now that we're in a studio, I'm kind of like, whoa. Whoa, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's big it's time now. Different. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it has a more professional sound. And so just get really getting used to hearing your own voice is yeah. really half the battle of recording or doing a podcast or public speaking and getting more comfortable. another girl with her question and go ahead and tell us who you are and what your question is. Hey guys, my name is Delasia Dixon. I turned 14 in March and I'm going to be a freshman at Central High School. My question is to Grace, do you have any advice for young girls trying to find themselves? Yeah, absolutely. That is a wonderful question. Um, I would just say try everything. Try as many things as you can. I played almost every sport at one point in my life, um, and I ended up sticking with dance because that was the thing that I always kept coming back to and really enjoyed going to every day after school. Um, and so that was one of the ways that I found my passion. Um, but outside of just the traditional extracurriculars, I really had a struggle trying to figure out what I wanted to study in college and kind of what that career path would be for myself. I went back and forth. I took so many different aptitude tests. Um, one of them told me I should be a clergy member, <laughs> which was um, a little shocking. I was like, oh, hmm, okay. I'm going to church for the rest of my <laughs> life. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I just kind of went with the things that I knew I liked doing, the things that were 
naturally drawn to me um, and the things that in school I was getting the highest grades in, which were writing, literature, language, those things. Um, and so that's how I decided I wanted to study journalism and mass communication in college. Um, and so I would just say try as many things as possible and really pay attention to those things that you're drawn to, to the things that bring you joy and to those things that are maybe challenging but don't stress you out because those are most most usually the things that you're supposed to and meant to be doing. What an amazing answer. What did you think of that? Um, I'm, I'm on the journey to um, finding myself, really. And now um, this being with Love Girls is really helping because it's helping me feel comfortable in myself and talking to others. And even this, like, I'm a little nervous, but it's, it's I'm going to get more comfortable. I'm glad that you shared that with us. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm glad that you're here and pushing yourself and challenging yourself because that's really where we see the most growth is when we're uncomfortable. So I'm glad that you're stepping out of your shell with us today too. That's amazing. That is amazing. I, I'm going to clap for that one, you guys. That was, that was a moment because, you know, the uncomfortable aspects of pushing yourself is something like once we feel that uncomfort, we stop. And usually that's where we tell ourselves it's no longer safe. We should no longer go past that. But pushing past that is always where, like, you know, the uh, getting to the other side is where the sweet spot is. That's always usually where uh, we should know we need to go. Absolutely. Gauging that discomfort. Yeah. All right. Next question, please. Hey, guys. My name is Destiny Aree. I'm 16, and I go to Central High School. Um, my first question for you is, Growing up, what challenges did you face as a young girl, and how did you overcome them? I love this question. Um, so I had a lot of issues with body positivity and just self-esteem. I faced a fair amount of bullying when I was going through school as well, um, and that was something that kind of made me step back and question um, my own self-worth and just the, I don't know, like, it's hard when there's a lot of people that are bringing you down. It's really hard to continue to not be brought down, if that makes sense. That was a roundabout way of saying that. But um, it really taught me a lot about resiliency and how even though there's people who aren't going to like you, nobody's um, – or not everybody will like you. So that's something that's really important to remember and just, you know – Everybody out there in the world, they're going to have their own opinions about what's right or what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Um, and not everyone's going to like you. But if you focus on the ones that do, those are the people that matter and everyone else doesn't. Um, so that was probably my biggest my biggest thing, um, just working through those insecurities that were brought upon by um, people bringing me down. But now here I am. I've worked through those a lot. Um, and I have a lot of self-confidence and just know that I, I am worth it. And, you know, everybody should feel that way. And it, it is a journey. You're not going to, you know... Do it all in one day. It's a journey, but you will get there. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, what an amazing, an amazing answer. Uh, I think more girls face bullying than what they than what we realize. Yes. We look at a girl and we say, Oh, she's so cool. Like nobody would bully her. And then no then they're they fall through the cracks. So many girls fall through the cracks when it comes to bullying and cyberbullying and social media bullying. So um, thank you so much for highlighting that and bringing a little bit more of a spotlight to that. Yeah. Okay. Here we have our next question with us. Hi, my name is Jessamine. I 
I am 13 years old, and I'm going to be an 8th grader at Seton School. Uh, my question is, if you weren't Miss Iowa now, what would you, what do you think you would be doing now instead? Ah, that's a great question. So to be Miss Iowa, I stepped away from my first ever post-grad job. I graduated in May from the University of Iowa. So I was really ready to step into the corporate world and be a businesswoman. Um, and I was working with a startup company that actually produces podcasts. So I'm very well versed in the podcasting space. Um, I was doing that full-time, only for like three weeks before I became Miss Iowa, but I interned with them for a year and a half in school. So if I wasn't Miss Iowa right now, I'd be working with them. We've had exponential growth in the past year or so with the lockdown and coronavirus, everyone was doubling down on their digital efforts and marketing efforts. And that's where podcasting comes in for a lot of companies. So I actually stepped into the vice presidency in that company. Um, and so luckily, I've been able to retain my vice presidency with them as Miss Iowa. Um, I've stepped away from most of my duties to be Miss Iowa, but I am able to still say that I work with them on occasion. And yeah, I'm looking forward to stepping back into that vice presidency role when my year of service is over. Thank you so much. That's really interesting that you also have a background in podcasting all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, we're all learning so many things here today uh, with this digital media summer camp with Love Girls magazine. Okay, now we have our next question. Hi, my name is Shia Dixon. I'm 13 years old. I'm an online student at Sudlow Intermediate. My first question is, have you ever worked a regular job? If you have, what was it and did you like it? Yes. Um, okay, so I worked pretty much as soon as I could start working when I was 16. I worked at an ice cream shop part-time in my hometown, which was really fun. It was kind of the spot that everyone hung out at. So by proxy, I also got to kind of hang out with my friends during my job, which was really cool. And we got free ice cream while we were on the clock. So, you know, that was a plus for me, a bad thing for my mom who was trying to get me to eat healthy. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. And then once I moved into college, I was working, um, I started as a receptionist actually for the Parks and Rec Department in Iowa City. And so I did that part time to help offset the extreme cost of a college education and minimize the student loans I'd have to take out. Um, and then I transitioned into that uh, role with the podcasting production company that I then graduated into um, the vice presidency of. So I have spent almost my entire life working. I think that it's really good to have a job. Um, it builds character. And my parents were always the people who wanted to make sure I was working for everything that I had. Um, they were, they blessed me so much and were able to give me everything that I needed. But anything extra like clothes or gas money or anything like that, I had to work for that. And I think that at the time I was like, oh, come on, my friends all get free money for gas and all that stuff. Um, but it was really character building and it taught me the value of money and the value of my time and the incredible work ethic I have today. I don't think I would have if I hadn't been pushed into those part-time jobs. So it's really important to do those. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I also have my daughter's work jobs, and uh, she has just actually got a scholarship and um, made her first payment all on her own, and I'm just so proud of her, and I'm so happy for her, and it's really cool to hear that you also have that same work ethic. Yeah, no, I think it's really, really important um, to make sure that at a young age, you understand the value of money, and you're able to um, kind of realize how much things cost because 
otherwise it's a harsh reality when you get into college and all of a sudden you have to pay for things. I had friends who had to do that and they were out of money really quick, but (laughs) I knew the importance of saving and I got into investing in college as well, which was, you know, probably a good thing that I learned about that. Now I have money in the stock market, so, you know, kind of cool, but Hey, that's awesome. That is, it's, it's, it's a really great thing to learn. And then, okay, so next question. We have Brianna, my fabulous co-host here today. She has a question. This is her amazing group. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here today and for asking all of your wonderful questions. For my question... So, like, when you have to get ready for the big pageant, what's your favorite thing that you get to do to, like, get ready? So, like, if you were to go shopping for dresses or, like, get your hair done, like, what would be your favorite thing? I love practicing for talent. I'm a former competitive dancer, and I dance for my talent. So getting back to my roots doing that, I don't get a ton of opportunities to perform anymore now that I'm older. Um, So I'm really enjoying just especially preparing for Miss America, song selection, costume selection. I really take pride in choreographing all my own work, um, so doing that and refining that is really exciting. Of course, dress shopping is fun too. I have made a move recently to try and get as many things as possible used because something that's really important to me is um, the amount of waste in the textile industry and how bad it is for our environment. So everything that I wore at Miss Iowa actually for competition, I bought secondhand, which also also makes it really, really affordable for people to get into pageantry. I, you know, spent all my own money to do that, and I was working on a budget college student, um, and I still was able to win the state competition by buying things secondhand, working it all on a budget. Um, so I think that's really important too to highlight that you don't need the most expensive gown and you don't need the nicest shoes or all of that stuff to win. It's very much about your talent and your content of your character and the things in your head and not what's what you're wearing or what's on your body. My mind is blown right now. <laughs> I'm like, what? You didn't have to spend half a million dollars for the competition no, dresses? I did not. <laughs> what? Oh, that's amazing. That is so amazing. So, uh, Grayson Keller, thank you again so much for being on the podcast. Got your question okay. answered? Yes? Yeah. Awesome. And uh, th- we are just wishing you the best of luck in your service as Miss Iowa. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And so this concludes podcast two from Love Girls, the podcast that you can listen to on WBIK and at lovegirlsmagazine.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, social media. Love Girls Magazine is everywhere. And most importantly, it's in your home and your ears right now. Thank you so much and enjoy your day.